Hey everyone, it's Jeff from MCS Mag, and if you remember back in episode 126, I revealed my own personal top five list of what I consider to be the worst personal defense weapons on the market that are still commonly thought of as effective. Now in that podcast, I also promised to reveal my next top five list of what I consider to be the best little-known personal defense weapons that I don't see a lot of people using these days. And I'm hoping to correct that right now. Go ahead and listen in, and don't forget to share this episode and comment on the blog with your own personal list of everyday carry defense weapons. Let's get started. If bullets were flying, your adrenaline surging, would you hit your target? If the world as you know it crumbled tomorrow, collapsed into chaos, would you know how to survive? If you and those you loved were cornered by a gang, violently attacked, could you protect them? Could you protect them? Could you protect them? Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. Hey there, hey there, welcome back. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance. And okay, so in episode 126, I pretty much laid out what I consider to be the worst personal defense weapons that are out there that actually became kind of a pet peeve of mine because I was seeing all over the internet in forums and in articles and different expert blogs of these different ways of using weapons or improvised weapons or everyday carry weapons that people actually do carry out there. But if you ever tried to use them, it would be a complete disaster because they just don't work when I've pressure tested these things myself. So if you missed that episode, make sure that you go back there because, again, these are commonly thought of weapons that are effective that you really need to stay away from. So check out episode number 126. But it wouldn't be right if I just went ahead and trashed all these things that other people were saying were effective without giving you my own list of things that I do find effective that are maybe not as well known as other things. For example, a firearm, obviously effective. And it's obvious, right? So that's not like little known. I do carry a weapon every single day. I believe that if you are of that mindset that you believe in carrying a weapon that you should, and that should be part of your lifestyle. And it really is a lifestyle that you adopt. Um, so there are things, though, that a lot of people might not think of, or some people that really aren't into carrying those kinds of weapons, like guns and knives and things like that, that might be a little bit harder to convince them. For example, my wife, okay? My wife does not like guns. She's not going to carry a knife on her. Um, there are some other more, I think, commonly thought of uh, weapons that are out there, like pepper spray. Um, I do get her to carry pepper spray with her, so I'm, I'm happy so that she'll at least do that. But again, that's a more obvious weapon, right? So my goal was to give you five things that most likely you are not carrying or someone that you want to protect or to be able to protect themselves maybe you might be able to see it as an in-between. Like, it can be used as a weapon, if you will, um, and you don't have to bypass that maybe anti-gun or anti-knife type mentality, right? So if you are if you are married to a spouse who maybe doesn't think the same way you do, consider one of these five or all of these five that they might be able to carry as well, all right? So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, – so this one might – this is the more obvious of the five that I have for you. But again, I ask people if they have one of these. Typically, they've heard of them, 
but they don't have one, and that is a, a tactical pen. And a pen doesn't have to be a tactical pen to be tactical. It doesn't have to be a, ta a so-called tactical pen in order to be used as a weapon. But some pens are better than others when used as an actual weapon. So again, this is something, oh, and the other thing is that all of these that I, I wanted to give you are ones that you can even take on a plane. Like they're, you can take them into a courthouse, you can take them into, onto a plane. I wanted to give you weapons that you could take anywhere you wanted to go and you would always be armed. Okay, so, so a pen, now a tactical pen, I can tell you that that might get stopped at the courthouse. Uh, it might get stopped at the airport. It all depends. It's a judgment call. Um, I've been able to get through most of the time, but I have had one tactical pen taken away from me at the airport. Um, it's, again, it's nothing I wanted to create a big to-do over. Nowadays, you can get them relatively cheap. However, it's not that far off to be able to go get an actual ballpoint pen that can be used as a striking weapon. Now, not every tactical pen is built the same way. Uh, I've had one that has like a DNA catcher on the top, like this is point. It's a glass breaker, things like that. I don't like those because while they will break out a, a window, they actually, if you go to use the, uh, the tactical pen the way that we show in our tactical pen fighting guide with your thumb on top so that you can actually have leverage behind it, well, that pointy top is just going to bite right into your thumb and it's not going to work very well. So what I've done is I've found an actual ballpoint pen. It's a twist pen, so it's not a clicker pen, which I don't like as a tact from a tactical standpoint. Uh, but it is, it's a Zippo pen, actually, and it has a knurled, gnarled, something like that, like texture on the outside. It's a thicker pen, so it's easy to hold on to, and it's flat on top. So it makes a very good writing instrument. It'll go past any uh, any you know, court into and courthouse onto any plane, anything that you need to, it's it's an actual pen. So it doesn't come off as a tactical pen. So again, a pen is kind of one of the the things that you've probably already heard of, so it's not really little known. However, you don't need to have a true tactical pen to be tactical. So that's number one. Little known personal defense weapon number two is one that I really love and it's a personal alarm. So with a personal alarm, what I'm talking about is it is a it has a, a pull tab on it, or it typically has a lanyard that you can put around. You can put you can put it around your wrist. You can attach it to a backpack, anything like that. And what it does is it has this little pin at the end of the lanyard that goes into the small alarm. And I've seen these very very small, but the one that I have is a it fits right into a palm also. So all you have to do is, if you let's say you are attacked by somebody. What is it that, that, that criminals are afraid of? Well, they're afraid of somebody might be able to, that they're going to be fight back, right? So if you're armed, if you have some sort of weapon, likely they're going to try and ambush you because, especially if you're a guy, if you look like you're not necessarily an easy target and they're still going to, they're still going to target you, they don't want to fight back. They're not looking for a fight. They would rather just hit you over the head, ambush you, take your money, and go. So in that instance, you might not be able to get to another weapon, right? But the other thing that that criminals want or don't want is to be caught, right? They're they're not looking to, they're not looking for a fight, and they don't want to get caught. And that's why alarms in our house work so well. So when they're armed and somebody tries to get in, the alarm goes off. They know that they, they they're not going to be able to just walk around the house at their leisure taking stuff. They've got to either grab and go or they just skedaddle, right? 
Well, this is kind of like this. It's the same concept, only you carry it with you. So with these personal alarms, you just pull the the alarm off of the lanyard. The pin comes right out. And it's a 130 decibel alarm. In fact, I'm going to try and do this right now. You can probably listen to my own personal one right now. I'm going to try and hopefully this doesn't blow your eardrums out. But here we go. Okay. So you can see that's not like a car alarm that people might actually just ignore because we've heard them all the time. We just figure somebody just, you know, was trying to get in their car and, and they just, you know, they, they forgot to turn off their alarm or something. But this is a different sound of alarm, but it immediately tells the person that is attacking you or holding you up that that other people are going to be drawn. They're, it's going to draw attention. Now, the one that I have also has a flashing LED light on it, so it can be used as a flashlight so you can carry it in your hand. But then also if somebody does try and attack you, you can quickly pull it out of your pull the tab and it sets off the alarm and there's a, a flashing LED light on it as well. So so I love these. Uh, you don't necessarily need the flashing light, but I, I like that it draws attention not only by sound, but also by sight as well. So I love these things. All right. So I recommend that uh, you get one as well. So item number three, personal defense weapon number three, kind of follows the same path here in that, uh, but it's a backup for the personal alarm. So I always have, I have my son, I have my, my wife, and I carry personally a scream whistle. So this is not electronic, doesn't require batteries, it's waterproof in case, let's say that your, your other personal alarm was out in the rain or something like that. Let's say that it got waterlogged, whatever. It doesn't work. You know, there's a survival saying that says two is one and one is none, right? So always have some sort of a backup that you can use. And this doesn't necessarily mean two of the same thing. So I love the scream whistle because it's nearly the same uh, decibel rating as the personal alarm. It's 100 decibels. It's very loud. It does not take a lot of air to be able to, to make it go loud. But I love these things because if you can't get to your your personal alarm or whatever the situation might be, you have a backup there. And so this is great, especially for women and for children. The other reason why I like the personal alarm and the whistle is because if it is a disaster scenario and you want to be found, for example, there was a tornado and you're trapped under rubble, there's things like that. It could even be at night and you could be in a flood. You could be trapped in a flood or something like that. Uh, it might be very dark. People might not be able to see you, but if you have the personal alarm that you can you can pull the tab on, or if you have a whistle, especially if there's rain and stuff like that, it'll cut through that sound of the rain. You'll be able to get attention to you to be able to get to get rescued as well. So I love the scream whistle. Um, I think you can still get that for free. I'll have a link on the blog where you can grab that, uh, but I like that one a lot as well. Okay, item number four. So. Uh, this is this is probably like my favorite <laughs> my favorite personal defense weapon. I'll call it a weapon because it can be used as a weapon, but for the most part, you're not looking for a fight either, right? Just like the criminal isn't. Well, if you can show that you're not an easy target, we talk about this a lot, like your awareness and things like that, then somebody the criminal is going to go and perhaps attack an easier target. And the the thing that I carry with me everywhere is a tactical flashlight. Now we have our own tactical flashlight. In fact, we have uh, we have a, a few different types of tactical flashlights. They're not released on the market just yet. Both of them can be used as weapons. What I like about uh, what I like about the tactical flashlight is it's really really small. It fits right on my belt, 
So I can use it in the case of where I, if I need to use my firearm during low light. And we all know that we've seen all the the, the reports that 80% of attacks happen in low light conditions, right? Because again, criminals do not want to be seen. They do not want to be caught and they don't want to fight. So if they can sneak up on you in the dark and other people can't see who they are, if you can't identify them, there's less chance for them being seen. And it's easier to attack you because you don't see them coming. Well, with a tactical flashlight, and, and I use this everywhere, even in a lighted parking lot, I always take out my my flashlight. Even if I can see perfectly well with the lights on, what it does is it shows others around me that I'm vigilant, that I'm aware, that I'm not going to be an easy target. And again, if a criminal is not looking to get into a fight, if they see that I'm aware then and I'm, and I'm an aware person, that probably means that I'm either armed or I'm waiting for an attack. They're not going to be able to ambush me as easily, and I'm most likely going to fight back. So I love the tactical flashlight. Uh, they also have a be an attack bezel ring on it. So if you have to use it as a striking instrument, you can go ahead and strike it. Ours also has a, a low, a high, and a strobe function. So you could disorient an attacker with a strobe function on it as well. The one that I carry is is super bright. Uh, and it is, uh, in fact, we had ours kind of made with with additional brightness over others that were in the market. So, so I like it to be really bright. It can also be focused down from a very wide angle to a very pinpoint. So I always keep it at the wide angle so I can illuminate the area much better. But if I see something that I think is out of the ordinary, I can quickly with one hand, this can all be done with one hand, spotlight that area very easily to add more light to it and to show others that I'm, I'm pinpointing something, show that person that I've, I've got, you know, I've got you in my sights. And then if it is somebody that is potentially a criminal, I can quickly, with one little pressure pressure of my of my thumb, switch it over into strobe mode and disorient somebody and get away or get to my weapon or whatever I need to do, depending upon what the situation is. So flashlight is number four. Uh, number five is something that uh, is a recent find of mine, and, and I love this thing. Now, as you probably know, there's been, a, you've probably heard, seen the commercials, there's been a lot of talk about like women's self-defense weapons. And uh, Tiger Lady is one of the things out there. Um, I'm not a, a big fan of the Tiger Lady, but whatever women can carry is great. But Tiger Lady cannot go with you like on a plane. It can't go with you in a courthouse. It, it is a sharp instrument, and you're going to have problems with that wherever you go, but I also just don't, just don't, um, just not, just not really a huge fan of it. But again, if it's what somebody will carry because it's hot right now, then go for it. But I like this thing even better. And I've seen it called like an executive ice scraper. Um, and all it, and it really is kind of like an ice scraper. So it's made of a polymer plastic, which is very durable. And it is a, it basically looks like a, it's, it's a car ice scraper, right? So it fits right into the palm. So the, the, it has a sharp edge on it that's not too wide. So it very easily can go have like keychain put on it, um, you know, something like that. So this is something that you can carry with you when you have your keys out. Because remember, from episode number 126, your keys are a horrible personal defense weapon. As many as many women that, that think that that is like effective to be able to carry your keys and your in between your knuckles, it is not an effective weapon. 
This thing, however, is, and it's near, near your keys, so you should have it in your hand when you're in the parking lot anyway. You can take it with you. So flashlight in one hand and the executive ice scraper in the other hand. And this is really durable plastic. It can be used as an ice scraper, uh, but it's not, it's not going to basically come off as a weapon. But it's very kind of the edges of it are very sharp. They can be, it can be used as a weapon, but it's not classified as a knife, so you're good to go with that. But basically, all you have to do with this thing, it, it has a, if you have a natural reaction where somebody goes to strike you or somebody jumps out at you, no matter which way the woman uses it, or I'm, I'm not going to say the, just the woman because I have one of these as well, but it doesn't matter which way. So just your reaction of it. You don't have to remember to clamp down like with a tiger lady uh, that you have to like make the claws come out of this. This one, if it's in your hand the way that you're supposed to hold it with a finger through the, the, the middle hole and then the end of it in your palm, any way that you strike with it, whether you naturally punch out it's going to hit them with the, the bladed part of it. If you strike down with it, like with a hammer strike, that, that point is going to dig into them. And it really does hurt. It's very durable. Uh, it hurts a lot. It's very effective as a natural weapon. It's really easy to use, and it's legal. Uh, so it works really, really well. And uh, I, I should be able to – I think I've got a, um, a link that I can provide on the blog as well that will take you over to the one – that we have, and I know that you'll like it a lot. So those are my top five little-known personal defense weapons that everyone should be carrying with them no matter what. So I'd like to hear what your best weapons are for everyday carry for personal defense besides the, uh, the common knife and gun and things like that. But I'd like to know what you carry and some other things that you might think of are weapons that people don't really think about or know about and what are they, and, and how do you use them as well? So make sure that you leave a comment on our blog over at moderncombatandsurvival.com. And until our next broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying, prepare, train, and survive. This has been Modern Combat and Survival. Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Modern Combat and Survival. And don't forget to claim your free subscription to Modern Combat and Survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com. Lock and load. And we'll see you next time. This has been Modern Combat and Survival.